this morning's reflection is about tranquility. The seven factors of enlightenment are grouped into two types. The first grouping are the activating factors, and the second grouping are what could be called the restraining or cooling or calming factors. So in our morning reflections, we've now connected with and explored all of the activating factors. Investigation or discrimination of states, energy, effort, and joy. And they're called activating because when the mind is dull and sluggish, these are the factors that are to be cultivated. And to use one of the Buddha's many metaphors, as when one feeds a small fire with dry sticks and grass to make it blaze up. The cooling factors are tranquility, concentration, and equanimity. The mindfulness factor doesn't belong in either category as it's necessary and useful everywhere. And in relation to the relationship to the activating and the restraining qualities of the other factors, mindfulness is what particularly ensures that they're kept in balance. So this morning, this fifth factor of enlightenment, tranquility. When tranquility begins to emerge, arise, the subtle bodily and mental disturbances that are connected with deep appreciation, gladness, joy, and rapture disappear with the arising calm and quiet. They disappear with the serene pleasure of tranquility. And when we experience tranquility, we, we feel pleasure. When pleasure is felt, the mind becomes more deeply concentrated. If all of this takes place in the light of no grasping, no attachment, of not identifying with our experience as it unfolds. So reflecting briefly on the direct experience of this fifth enlightenment factor, tranquility. And in Pali, it's samatha or pasadi. There can be a feeling of composure, smoothness, quietness, gentleness, stillness within the body and mind. As tranquility develops and deepens, we find that without making any special efforts, the various states that have, or that may have caused consciousness to be disturbed, are quieted. Disturbance or distress in relation 
relationship to feelings of pleasant and unpleasant. A distress that is related to volitional or intentional thoughts. The inclination, the intent, for instance, to say or do or not say or not do is tranquilized, quieted. The movements of the mind, the heart, towards or away from are stilled. Mental and physical disturbances are cooled out when this experience of deep calm is present in us. And I'm sure that each of you has felt this at least for a few moments, if not longer, at times in your practice. There's very little, if any, discomfort. Tranquility is often called the heart of easefulness. The power of tranquility is in its capacity to provide relief momentarily or for a longer period of time from feeling the agitation caused in the mind and body in relationship to the hindrances and relief from the agitation that comes from discursive and conceptual thought as well as relief from the subtleties of agitation related to various other states of mind. And maybe needless to say, tranquility is a place that's very easy to get attached to and possibly also to get be confused about. The confusion coming up often is that this is it. This is the way it's supposed to be. This is the way I want it to be all the time. As soon as we cling on, as soon as we try to make it ours, mine, I want, I am, oh, oh, I'm so tranquil right now. The contraction of I and mine quite immediately shuts down the heart of easefulness. And we're on the road again to suffering. We've lost our way, so to say, and brought in an old, overused, souring ingredient, the clinging, cling-on ingredient. What's most important at these times is to give a wise and careful attention. Call up the chief, Mother Mindfulness, as quickly as we're able to, seeing and knowing that there's clinging, that there's identification, that there's a contraction, however subtle it might be, or strong, in the heart, the mind, and maybe also in the body, seeing and knowing what is, and knowing that, in fact, tranquility is no longer present in us knowing this without any layers of judgment or evaluation. Tranquility is completely impersonal. 
It's a beautiful state. And it's not mine. It's not me. It's not who I am. It's simply one of the tools for traversing the map that leads to liberation. One of the ingredients of the recipe for for awakening. In the unfolding of the journey, tranquility creates a readiness for traversing the map to the next place. When the body, heart, and mind are tranquil, tranquil, the mind is then prepared for a deeper concentration. And at this point, the mind and heart are very strong. Calm, quiet, is for this purpose, we could say, in relationship to the path to liberation. And it's really the most immediate cause for concentration, deepening concentration to arise. Mm-hmm.